I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Happy New Year! <laughs> Yay! Yay! What year is it? Is it twenty thirty-eight? I don't know. I don't know what I don't year it is. Know. But... I don't even no. know. Can we just you jump know, forward I'm... a bunch of years? <laughs> right when like the zombies take over, or like oh, Florida's yeah. overrun by alligators, but like we're also <laughs> wearing masks, but they're burnt and they're using flags. I don't know. Like, oh man. God. Well. Uh, oh. However, they, welcome back, guys. Um, after a much long needed winter break, we are back. We were definitely yeah. trying to create an episode where we were like an outro, but we just got way too busy with everything. And so we <sighs> thought, you know what? Let's give you new content in January. Just have a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really do like our, our like send off. And we, I think no. we ended the last one with like, yeah, we'll have like one more episode for you. And they're like, you know. <laughs> We're just going to not. We're not. We're just going to not. I think there was just so many things going on. Like, I went away, and then your family was here. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, some other work going on, and I was trying to get my house prepared. And I was just like, okay, we're just going to put a little pause on this. <laughs> You're going to say goodbye to 2021. Yes. <laughs> just get out of here. Um, however, let's kick off the show with highlighting. So Kelly and I could banter and talk about our holiday December for – like 14 episodes very easily we were doing it earlier before we weren't even recording <laughs> I was like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, he had to put a pause on it and be like wait we should be taping <laughs> yeah. so I want to start this podcast by saying one highlight from our holiday time off so Kelly what was like one major highlight for for you over the holidays it can be anything I, mean, I know your mom's turkey dinner is one highlight, but that's every year. So like, I know. <laughs> Damn it. Um, what was one highlight? Oh, I think it was the fact that we had a white Christmas because I'm from back east and I really miss. Yuck. Here's the thing, I'm from, I'm from back east and I love a white Christmas, but I've also lived on the west coast and I live on a hill. So yes. I've lived here long enough to be like, nah, nah, no snow. I got to drive through this shit. And I have a Civic yeah. with all season tires. Don't at me, people. I'm sorry. I just, I, I cannot justify getting winter tires for 10 days of snow. Um, yeah. And so I really, really love the fact that we did have snow for Christmas. We had a white Christmas. It was really awesome. Um, and uh, Rial and I did a little, we, every Christmas now, what we do is we'll spend half the Christmas with his family and then the other half with my family. So mm-hmm. we got to um, brave the uh, BC highways on Christmas day mm-hmm. when the blizzard was in <laughs> full swing. <laughs> and we drove from Chilliwack to my parents' place in Surrey. And um, yeah, it was good fun. We just, 
It was like quiet time, but we had snacks. So thank you, Alana uh, from Cakes by Petty, because we had little road pops. Um, they were the most, the little snicker, like the Twix little oh, bars yes. that she made. Ugh, oh my God, so those good. things were so good. Except uh, Rial left them in the truck. And so he went to go bite into them and it was, oh, it was like frozen. a brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, it was good. Good fun. Yeah. So just, uh, yeah, the drive in was nice because it was even though it was a little scary but it was just just being in the snow mm-hmm. like that was really cool and then you know my parents opened the door and then it was like Merry Christmas and you kind of walk in and we opened up <laughs> gifts and we drank a lot and ate a lot and then of course we yeah. had my mom's turkey dinner <laughs> yes so <laughs> I've heard legends of this oh yeah. it's like my last meal on earth is my mom's turkey dinner 100% <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god yeah. how about you what was what was one one highlight well the highlight was I missed all the freaking snow. I'm back in it now, but I do not um, miss my, sh- I miss my shorts. Okay. I was living in shorts and my dresses for a week and just, I have this awesome tan because I was on the, in my bathing suit for 80% of the time I was gone. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. But- I'm so jealous of all the photos you're posting. I was like, you bitch. I miss so many layers right now. <laughs> Oh, I know. And you know what? Like my center, my core is warm. Even walking my dog tonight, I was okay. I wasn't, I wasn't freezing. I was like, I was Mm -hmm. on a beach for a week. I was on a beach for a week. And I think (laughs) if I hadn't, I would have probably been more miserable now. Um, However, obviously the highlight of going to Mexico was great, but um, my main highlight uh, besides skipping all the Christmas stuff, I come from a split family. There's 11 aunts and uncles. Uh, there, there's just a lot of people and things that I got to do at Christmas. Last year, I missed a lot of it. And this year, I was like, fuck it. So our kid is too young to really get Christmas. So mm-hmm. um, we just decided to put that money into Mexico. Uh, but my major highlight was, and I, I pushed for this because I kind of, Tim and I kind of did this. Uh, we went on a boat last time we were in Puerto Vallarta, but it was on mm-hmm. a group boat, about 50 to 60 people. Mm-hmm. So this time I just found a guy on the beach that was like selling like boat trips. And he seemed pretty legit and he took our cash and we're like, okay, we'll give you the rest of the cash when the boat shows up. Um, but we basically had a private boat for six hours to take us wherever we wanted to go. So that was super cool because I don't think my family was totally into the idea, but Tim and I knew what was up. Right. And I said, I want to go to a private beach because in the part of Mexico we were in, and I didn't realize this because I'd been there before, is I thought we were on a private island, but we were actually on a part of the Mexican uh, border of like Puerto Vallarta that Mm -hmm. doesn't have roads. So the only accessible way to get to these beaches was by boat. So we were literally sitting on the beach, drinking beer and eating fajitas, watching a boat come up with the grocery delivery. We were in the loading bay of the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. There's a loading bay of the restaurant. Yeah. And I, I realized that I'd been there before because I recognized this huge dock. And I was like, oh, this is where we were. So I, I texted my dad. I was like, we weren't on an island. We were on a, a part that the cars can get to. That's why it felt so remote. Um, yeah. But that was great because there was very few people there. We were there early enough. And then on the way back to our resort, the boat driver, he was like, want to see some whales? Like, like it was just no big, no big deal. No big deal. Like, okay. <laughs> Let's go see some whales. So we saw some humpbacks and some dolphins, and it was really cool. It was nice because it was, like, away from everybody. There was nobody to bug us, and it was a great yeah. day. So that was my highlight of Mexico was the boat, and I would I would do the private boat again. In a that is 100%. so cool. Yeah, like, sir, take me to the beach. We are done with this beach. Take me to see some whales. 
Oh my god. I remember the Real and I went to it was the very first time I'd ever been to a resort too. We were in, in just outside of Puerto Vallarta as well. Mm-hmm. And uh we ended up going all of us we were there for a wedding and we were all like about half of us were like, Let's go on a boat cruise, it'll be totally fun. And so we ended up going to this mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the island. You you know it, I think it's Il Oh, Il Tamariatas. I think so, yeah. So it's a it's yeah. a bird sanctuary. Yeah. You're not allowed to land your boat. So yeah. we were just kind of like in the little alcove area there and we were, mm-hmm. you know, diving and we were having fun and, and paddle boarding and scuba diving and all that fun stuff. Anyways, on our mm-hmm. way back, the guy's like, oh, look, there's a pod of dolphins. And he points out to the left and we're like, cool, where? And all of us <laughs> go to the other side of the boat and it kind of tilts a little bit because it's one of those yes. like catamaran kind of boats. Yes. Um, anyways, and we, so we circled like three times looking for this alleged pod of whales. And I was like, young man, I'm from the West coast. Okay. I've seen a whale or two. This is bullshit. I'm like, there's just, there's just like fish. I just see fish. There's nothing here. So yeah, that's cool. At least you got to see some whales. That's awesome. That's so much fun. Yeah. We saw one, we didn't see them breach, but we, I saw like a full on tail going down diving. I was like, cool. Yeah, it was like out of a postcard. I was like, holy shit, that's a whale. And then there was a dolphin, like, I think like maybe three meters from our boat. It accidentally popped up. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I thought I caught it on video, but I did. And I was watching it. And I was like, okay, well, I have the video beside it. But it was so close to the boat. It was like, whoa. That's so, so cool. Do yeah, you, what, kind cool. Of, what kind of whales are they down there? Uh, humpback whales. There's tons, oh. apparently. There's like, um, it's kind of in a natural alcove, I think. Yeah. So they, a lot of the breeding is happening oh, right now in this yeah. area. It's okay. possible that these whales actually come to our neck of the woods. Um, yeah, that would make sense. When they're traveling to the Arctic, right? So right. when they're like 16 or something. So I think similar pods, but a lot of them live in that, that area. So that yeah, because we have a lot of humpbacks like off of our coast too. But yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Who doesn't yes. want to see whales? Freaking so sweet. Fun. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, the reason I wanted to start with the highlights is I wanted to put you guys, our listeners, in a good mood. I wanted you guys to be re-inspired and get you excited about planning your wedding because I feel like in December, we just all freeze our lives. You know, like when we were in catering, oh my God, we did so much work in catering that just everything had to be put off. It's like, oh, your events right. in August? Well, too fucking bad because I have to get this turkey dinner out in like Two days. So do you remember? Give me a second. Do you remember how we used to joke when people would be like, "Oh, my wedding's like in like two years from now." I've got questions. I'm like, sister, that is like next year for me. I literally, yes. I don't have time. <laughs> I will deal with it, and it is important. But right now, turkeys. <laughs> yes, like I'm focusing on the now, like the short yeah. game. We're we're just trying to get to December 25th, people. Like <laughs> totally. Right? Yeah. But it, life is kind of like that, right? Because your day to day tasks that you would do, like normally, like maybe a house project, or like mm-hmm. maybe clean the garage, or um you know paint the roof or whatever you're it's now being with like christmas shopping and christmas lights and yes. and putting glitter all through my fucking house and, <laughs> <laughs> well, and going- if like planning for christmas and setting up it's such a weird thing because it's like you have three weeks to like shit shower and shave when it comes to christmas i gotta get the tree up i gotta get all my decor up i gotta get all my christmas gifts i gotta pack all my christmas gifts i gotta throw them under a tree i have to enjoy the moment i gotta take all yes. that shit down again it's like <laughs> I got, I can't. <laughs> I enough. cannot. How can I do this? Yeah. So, and, you know, and you're going to parties, you're going to dinners and you're stuffing your face with more and more and more food. Honestly, that's one thing I didn't miss from this year is that I missed all the Christmas dinners. Um, 
<laughs> so I I don't feel like I'm rolling out of my bed now. Okay. <laughs> okay, I did it for us. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> it was a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So overall, I think we can all relate to that we had a to-do list in November for whatever it may be, wedding planning or not. And we said, we're going to get to it in the new year. Newsflash, that day is today. Today, today. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it already. Like, I don't know about you, but I would way rather hibernate than um, Mm -hmm. hang out in the snow. Ryal literally said, I'm digging in for the night. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, (laughs) good night, everybody. (laughs) And we're like, and we're like in this really weird, like we've just passed that really weird time between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, I don't even know mm-hmm. what year it is. And like, what day of the week is it? And like, yeah. you know, you're like, I'm in pajamas, but I'm in a shirt and I got to go outside, but I don't want to. It's just this very weird, like time just doesn't Strange. make sense whatsoever. And like, honestly, yeah. I'd rather just like binge watch The Witcher and Yellowstone wrapped up in a bunch Hell of chocolates, yeah. which I 100% did. <laughs> my friend told oh me my God. Dude, my friend told me about Yellowstone. I burned through four seasons in three days, and Rial is like, "Holy shit! Did you come up for air?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no I did not." <laughs> I watched The Witcher in Mexico, like at night, like before oh. bed. Oh my god, why he is so much more attractive as The Witcher than he was as Superman? I just like, oh, oh my he's- god, like I'm actually. I re- I read into it that he's down to like prepare for the seven seasons because there's seven yeah. books. Yeah. So now that those books are now on my reading now are on my reading list because I think they could be pretty good. They be pretty I good. think they're gonna be. I read something about was it? I did a I did a lot of binging. I'm not gonna lie. Oh guys. yeah. Um, I yeah. went like full. I got access to Shannon's Prime. I've gone through <laughs> Yellowstone. I also watched Witcher, of course. I've gone through yeah. Wheel of Time. Like I've watched. Wheel of Time all was of- good. Okay, so I watched, so, what, look how many shows I've seen over Christmas. Yeah. Okay, guys, like how much yes. work did I get done? Sweet F. I'm holding up None. a big old zero. <laughs> no. Our theory is we do triple the work in July and August. So we need the December to we recoup. We, <laughs> we do. do. It's yes. so true. <laughs> we need to offset it, guys, just a little bit. Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so after we fill the turkey, wine and cheese, where does one even start? How do you even kick off, you know, <laughs> this thing we call wedding planning? Uh, so here's our advice on how to get excited and start planning your wedding again for 2022, maybe even 2023. But mm-hmm. like, we want you to get motivated, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is our advice. And we might change it as we go through the list. But we're here to give you what how we would attack it. So step one is make a list. So that's, this is how I do it is that, mm-hmm. okay, I have a a lot of shit I got to get done. Mm -hmm. I need to write down a list and we're not talking of putting it in a fancy app or like, Mm -hmm. I'm talking like pen and paper, maybe a whiteboard, like something that you could just vigorously, violently write every little piece of detail in your brain, like that you get, you have swirling around there. If you can get it on paper, then your life is a little bit easier. Now the paper owns that idea, right? So that's kind of how I see it. I have so many, no, I think this is such a great idea. I have so many notepads and things and everything, but almost it's like you have to basically take everything that's in your brain, even if it's not wedding related, whether it's life related, it's your groceries, it's your, all the tasks that you need to do, throw it all on a piece of paper. And then you can organize like what goes where who needs mm-hmm. to get it, how you need to do it. Like sometimes it just makes you feel so much better just to have it on paper, see what you need to do. And then my personal favorite is to get a very, very big red pen 
and yes. make a giant red gnarly line across all of the tasks that you accomplish. It makes you just feel so much better. And yes. the level of stress typically will go down. <laughs> yes. Or like, I'm a big fan of like, I like to write the list aggressively mm-hmm. and then I write it pretty. Like, okay, now yes. I'm going to organize it into thoughts. Yes. But yes. no matter how many apps or, or shit that exists out there, nothing beats a pen and paper. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just, you don't have to think about how fast you can just write it down. It's just you're like, it's only one objective. <laughs> it's like Not a stream like- of consciousness. Yeah, it's like just yeah. like a stream of consciousness of just writing all this crap out and it just it makes you it, it feels better just that whole pen to paper sort of thing. I find sometimes yeah. that even when I'm like I'll, I'll be out because sometimes it'll also come to me. I'll be driving and I'm like, "Oh my god, yes. I have to I have to write this yeah. down." Sometimes mm-hmm. if you're if that's the only thing that's available, throw it on a phone or you can just do like the voice thing as well because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, "My thumbs just hurt today. I just literally don't yes. want to type shit out." <laughs> I don't want to type it. I don't want to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or hey Siri, remind make a list. me. Yeah, make yeah. a list. So Okay, step two. Awesome. Step two, reach out to your planner or consider getting one. Um, I have to say there are a few people that are doing this right now, given by all of the inquiries that have come in over the last like week and a half. We love all of them. So thank you guys for reaching out and we'll try and get to all of you who have um, (laughs) inquired with us. Um, Yeah, it was funny. It was nothing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow. Okay, now people are writing a plan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So which is good. And so I'm glad that some people are recognizing that they do need help and they do need support. So definitely once now that Christmas is over. Now people are like, okay, cool. Now we're in 2022. Now I can begin to get focused on your wedding or we can get focused on finding somebody that's, you know, that can be able to help you at whatever level they're able to do that at. So, I mean, you can make a list, but sometimes you you need that extra support in what a planner can help you with. Like we can do the bigger details. We can do, you know, we can remind you of things that might not be on that list that you're like, oh shit. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Yes. So definitely, yeah. yeah, right. So like I would, I would, you know, if you have the opportunity to set up a time so that you can meet with a planner, um, if you haven't found one, I would research one sooner rather than later, only because as we've repeatedly said, 2022 is going to be a bit of a shit show for weddings. So if you yeah. need help with a planner, bloody well, find one fast. Once, if you have secured one, um, make an appointment with them, whether it's a virtual call or over coffee or over wine, whatever that looks like for you guys and sit down mm-hmm. and kind of have, get a, get a bit of a game plan in place for the year. So then that way you feel a little bit more confident and a little more inspired. Yeah. And I think like we, and we do it too on our end too, is that mm-hmm. it's hard for me to, as a planner, like us as a planner for you to maybe put all your ideas over maybe 10 emails and mm-hmm. like a couple phone calls and a text. So I find like, if I say, okay, in three Saturdays from now, we're going to meet at your venue. We're going to, you know, go over all your shit together. Mm-hmm. I think that help focuses us into being really focused on the task at hand, but it also makes you look forward to it. Like, oh, I'm going to meet with my planner in three weeks and they're going to tell me what I need to do. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of being like, oh my God, it, I've given myself a deadline in three weeks to have this, this and that done. But mm-hmm. now the ownership's on us. Like we, as your planners have to come up with tasks for you and get mm-hmm. you excited and make you be like, oh yeah, this is why I want to be here. Right. So yeah. if you set up those meetings in place or set it up with your photographer or whoever vendors that you need, once you set those meetings in motion, then you'll feel more accomplished. It's like going to class. You don't want to go. But then after you're like, oh, I learned something. <laughs> or like going to the gym. I don't want to be here right now. And then all of a sudden like, well, I burned some calories, whatever, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling like better. Like Maybe it is the me. endorphins. It, oh, it is. But it, yeah. <laughs> it is. I go to spin class, it's like, I don't want to be here. And then five minutes, you're like, yeah, like this yeah, remix yeah. of what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Right. I always find that I actually do feel really re energized 
for each of my clients after I've talked with them. Mm-hmm. Like even if you yeah. go, cause some, we don't necessarily, we won't necessarily chat with you every day. You know, it might no. be a month. It might be a few weeks. Um, with a lot of them, we haven't really spoken since, you know, the beginning of December more or less. And so yeah. now that we were into the new year and, and you're like, okay, so you're getting married in the summer sometime. And then once you start chatting with them, then you're like, oh yeah. And then you should do this. And then you do this and you get all yeah. really, really excited. And you're like, well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I get re-energized like I get super pumped I'm like yeah. yes your wedding is gonna be so freaking cool I'm so excited so That's so true yeah it helps yeah. us to re-energize yeah yeah uh, okay <laughs> step three so start working on the larger details now really the small details can wait like three to two months prior to your wedding date you can focus on the little tiny things but mm-hmm. the large details have to be handled now and like we cannot stress this enough they have to be handled like sooner than later because this uh, COVID timeline has shifted everything up quite a bit. So you need mm-hmm. to make some decisions now. You can't really mm-hmm. dilly dally on them or accept the consequences that you're going to be left with maybe the choices that you don't want. Right. So for an example is we're talking about venue bar and catering. Those are kind of your big key players. People need to go somewhere to be at your wedding and some people need to eat and have drinks. That's mm-hmm. pretty simple. Those are your kind of main things. They don't give a shit about the other stuff, but they do care about this stuff. Right. Mm. So your venue typically is booked. If not, you need to book it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you either need to like consider what the catering is in-house or you need to hire a caterer because hiring a caterer is a whole different challenge and that needs to be decided now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would actually also add on here photography as well. I feel like photography is like a really, yeah. really big one. Well, at least book your photographer, but then like the, you don't necessarily need to make decisions with your photographer. Like no, you should no, no, have no. a photographer, but you don't need to be like, um, I want this photo. But like with catering, you'd be like, I want this menu. <laughs> I want yeah this amount of time here. And I want this, you know, um, appetizer or exactly. however that may look. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. You need to secure the big stuff for now. I agree. Uh, yeah. Also January is a time for tasters that, and I've actually, I'm trying to book tasters for some other clients of ours and I've been getting a bit of pushback to February. So Y'all need to book your tasters. Wow, eh? Now, yes, January is mostly booked at most places I've talked to. That's so insane. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm booking I'm booking some tasters for my clients right now, and they're mm-hmm. we're like looking at end of January at this yeah. point. It is because it's, it's also crazy. it's not only that like is the catering is booked up for tasters just in general, but they're also like we can only do it within so many times. Ta- so you know, it's just availability as well because you're also trying to yeah. get availability for the couple as well as the caterer itself. So mm-hmm. sometimes you are working with really limited stuff. Depending on when you are getting married, if you're not getting married until the fall, then maybe you have the luxury of waiting until February. Um, if you're mm-hmm. planning on getting married a little bit sooner, like earlier in the summer or like in the late spring, you definitely want to get jumping on that real fast. <laughs> Yes. Get, get oh, yeah. going. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, um, step four, my favorite. It is your favorite. <laughs> it is my favorite. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Side visits. I don't know why I love going into other people's buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's your art degree. It's a yeah. thing what? I love to do. I stare at the stairs. I look at the walls and the ceiling. So I'm like, this is very, very exciting for me. <laughs> I did a side visit with um, my couple. They're getting married in June. We went to Minakata Lodge and I shit you not, we were there for three hours. Three. Oof, it is yeah. a one room place. <laughs> We're there for some- <laughs> actually it's not cool it's it's an old house that's been converted it's a very cool history I totally nerded out with the with the um the building manager but um site visits are are really really great way to kind of like help recenter 
the overall planning. Yeah. It helps to kind of refresh how you're feeling, especially if you have either never been in there or it's been a really, really long time since you've been in there. Mm-hmm. Some people have been, um, you know, traditionally people would, would get engaged and they would, you know, it might be a year, year and a half before they actually get married. Um, mm-hmm. COVID definitely changed that because people were like uh, engaged tomorrow, married in t- two days later kind of thing. Like yeah. it was very, very quick. So being yeah. able to go to your site visit, I think is really, really important because it just kind of like reminds you about the overall day. It gives you an opportunity to look around and consider what the decor could be, which is like the next step when it comes to your overall planning. Once you've got like the big heavy hitters, finding your mm-hmm. venue, your food and all that stuff that you just mentioned. Um, yeah, so I, I love the idea of going there because it also allows you to get like creative in this space and you can yeah. kind of walk through the day. I love doing yes. a site visit yeah. because I like, that. like yeah. you're going to, it gives you the opportunity to say, okay, I am now a guest. I'm walking through the front door. What is the journey? What is the guest experience? What, a, what, what do they have? What don't they have? Do they have power? Yeah. Do they have lighting? Do they have water? Do they have a roof? <laughs> Maybe it's a field. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so, so um, you know, so like doing site visits are actually really, really important. And it does help you feel a little bit like re-inspired, which I, I just, mm-hmm. I love that. Cause then it just reminds you like, you know, it gives Why you something you? to look forward yeah. to. Right. It does. Yeah. It also, like it answers a lot of questions. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, how long does it take to walk down the aisle? I don't know. Let's walk it out together. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really do that over a phone call, but you can do it standing in the room, right? Mm-hmm. You can also ask the venue questions or confirm catering aspects too, um, or bar. Being like, oh, the bar is there. The dance floor is there. Can we change this? Or can we um, maybe try the wine? Sometimes we can do that too. So mm-hmm. it's just like it answers a lot of questions so much faster just mm-hmm. being like, in the space versus trying to figure it out over 10 emails and, and constant phone calls. It's just so much easier to do it there. Yeah. And and you do get inspired. You're like, you can visualize it. You can literally visualize it because you're standing in front of it. Right. Right? I mean, you made a note in here actually about like, you can only look at the venue so many times through your phone or through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you're a destination bride then, or a couple, then maybe that's all you have to work with. But I mean, if you have the opportunity, like absolutely go check it out, go see the space. Right. Go look. Yeah. Or send a friend there with a FaceTime. Um, that's what um, Erica did is that her maid of honor would go to the venue and just go through it with her phone, like on yeah. FaceTime. So there's yeah. ways around it. But yeah, you, you get obsessed looking on the website and Instagram. And then you start to have this idea of what the place could be where you could just go there and see, oh, it look, it's this big. The room is this big. Right. <laughs> or it's this oh. big. Well, here's the thing, though. is like, how many times have we have we done that as we're like, I've never yeah. been to this space before. And we are not able to get in there as soon as we would like. So let's just scour the internet and see how many photos mm-hmm. we can find. And you walk in there and you're like, wow, this is this is not what I thought I signed up for. <laughs> like the room okay. is shorter or it's longer or it's like a weird squat shape or it's like there's a there's a balcony over there. I had no idea you had this view. Like there's all these mm-hmm. things. So site visits are tons of fun. <laughs> key. Yeah, they're key. <laughs> Step five. And this is such a weird one to consider, but it is a big deal, is you need to secure your attire. We cannot stress this enough. The idea of buying things off the rack are such a thing of the past that doesn't exist anymore for a highly tailored garment that is going to fit your body like a glove does not show up anywhere, right? Right. (laughs) You can have like the non-traditional dress, sure, like maybe go to Nordstrom Rack or, you know, whatever that may look like for you. But um, you need to like, now is the time to get the dress and the suits because we've had, even our guys, one of our grooms had some problems with his suit mm-hmm. last year and he had to rent a suit, which he's a realtor. And that was a lost opportunity for him because he's like, I buy suits and mm-hmm. I wear them. 
for work. So I right. would have liked yep. to buy my wedding suit. Right. So you really like, um, especially with COVID being a challenge of getting the items here, because like, let's just paint a picture. Wedding dresses don't, they're not here. They're, most of them are in China or in Russia and they literally are put on a boat. That's why it takes four to five months to get it here. So yes. you need to think about that and be like, okay, I really like this dress and then find a really good seamstress here because your body is going to change between now and your wedding day. Mm -hmm. But a very good seamstress can tailor it to your body. If you like the dress and the fit, just go with it (laughs) and just commit to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the supply, like supply issues were always a bit of a challenge and they always advised you like you should, you know, get your wedding mm-hmm. dress like nine months out and da, da 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 and it was like oh my god okay so there's always this mad dash of like say yes to the dress bah! all these fun little things <laughs> yes <laughs> right so the the bride's dress was always just like you guys need to like figure this out now which is why I think a lot of brides had a little bit of buyer's remorse sometimes when they bought their oh, wedding yes. dress because they're like I just felt like I needed to get it and I'm not happy yes. and so now that COVID has happened I think a lot of brides I know I know I felt like this when I was when Riel yeah. and I were doing our elopement is like there is like literally nothing here that I can get it's either something is off the rack that really doesn't fit me but it's like available and I guess I'll get it because it's kind of the right price but I can't <laughs> stand beside him when wearing this <laughs> it was a whole thing. oh I, I um, remember it the was, text it was a whole thing anyways um versus going to a local you could go to a local store like a hobbit <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Real had the most amazing, oh, he had a t- perfectly tailored, absolutely stunning suit. And I got a dress yeah. that, you know, it, it, in the moment I was like, I felt like this was all I could get. And I was like, I am better than this. So yeah. I ended up going to an emergency. Um, I went to park and fifth and I got my wedding dress yeah. and I was very, very, yeah. very happy with it. But a place like that, they're a local company. If you're really concerned about having mm-hmm. something shipped in. Cause you're right. It's either going to come from Asia or it's going to come from Italy. So, and it still yeah. has to cross a big old water yes. <laughs> moats yeah. on either side of the <laughs> of Canada to yeah. basically make its way here. Yeah. If you're exactly. worried about that, then, then stay local, find a designer that can do something here. But honestly, getting mm-hmm. on that now is, is so important because yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a big thing, especially if you're having mm-hmm. it made. Holy cripes. It'll take you bloody forever. <laughs> yeah. You just need to get on it. This is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. okay. Step six. This, this is kind of one that sh- you should know, but if you need to get those invitations out and like it's be by Valentine's day, like <laughs> realistically we say four months prior to your wedding day. Um, with COVID, you need to do more because a lot of people can't go to weddings mm-hmm. um, for travel reasons, for, you know, uh, quarantine reasons, whatever. Um, you need to get those invites out sooner than later because it's really hard to solidify numbers now more than ever. So, and it takes time to put the invitations together. So don't be like, okay, I'm going to send it on Valentine's Day. Maybe I will start the process of making these invitations in February. No, that's not no. going to cut it. You need to do no. it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell and you, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you right now that just chasing addresses alone is like mind-blowingly yes. annoying you're <laughs> like how come it's so hard I literally sent you Christmas cards six weeks ago how have you moved already like why are why is this so challenging yeah. for people like designing yeah. your invitations having them printed assembling them getting invita- addresses on them bringing them to the post so that you can get stamps for them and then firing them out the door and then throwing your hands in the air and saying Jesus take the wheel just get yeah. these little cards out to where they need to go I made these out of my life yeah like that's where you <laughs> just, end just up with them. it it's just like I hate them. these things so much like, <laughs> you know yeah exactly so you know you want to yeah. I think Valentine's Day is a really really good deadline I always like to say I I usually like to tell my clients 
that you're going to want to send your invitations out like six months from your wedding date, allowing three months for people to be returning those invite invitations and giving you like a month to six weeks to be chasing people or inviting other people. If for whatever reason, like some people can't yeah. come, then you have an opportunity to invite other people. And then that gives you enough time to like give catering their final numbers and decor and all that good fun stuff. So like that, but yeah, like the sooner, the better just for your, also your peace of mind. That shit's out the door. I don't need to worry about it yes. now. Done. Yes, I agree. It just needs to, it needs to go. Okay. So those are, that's our six step plan. I don't know. I just, that's just how I labeled it, but <laughs> these are, um, however, I didn't know where to put these in the steps. So I just made some items, items to consider, like things yeah. you just need to think about while you're getting excited, but also replanning or planning in January of 2022. Mm -hmm. So the first one is work on it together. So don't let this relationship be one sided. I'd say like set a time aside, go on a date night or take out make time to work on the wedding together and you can divide and conquer. I have a lot of, well, we have a lot of clients that maybe the bride will do a lot of the work and that, and that's totally normal. Um, but the groom is responsible for say music <laughs> and, uh, do. and the bar, you know, something that like they're passionate and, about. Right. And, and the honeymoon. <laughs> they yeah. usually end up getting nominated. You're like you have three jobs and one of them is the honeymoon. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Yes, but at least sit down together to decide how this works, I right? Agree. I agree. Yes. Mm -hmm. We always talk about so that, that like you guys are a team. You should everything you do, all of the decisions you make should be together. I think that's a really that that's a good one for sure. Um And then as you're working on it together, uh ask yourself this main question. And we ask our clients this question a lot, usually in the first consult, because it helps us frame how we're going to plan your wedding day. So the first question is like, what is making you excited about your wedding day? Like what, mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to? And it can be anything. A lot of the times people want to party. That, that's usually what we get <laughs> is like an answer. Right. Yes. Um, but some people are really excited for the food experience. We have a mm -hmm. client who's doing, you know, a five course dinner with wine pairings. And that's really, really important to her. Um, another one is that, Oh, like the ceremony, like I'm really excited to see them for the first time. It's like, okay, cool. Or people want to hang out at cocktail hour, whatever mm -hmm. that is that helps you really focus on why you're having a wedding in the first place, because you could, you're going to loaf, right? Why, why are you having this wedding to start? So it's like, Oh, I, a lot of people I've been saying, um, that they're really excited to spend time with family and friends because COVID has really taken a lot of that time away. Yes. So if, that is important to you, then don't go do photos for three hours while people sit around with their thumb up their ass. Like you wanna... <laughs> Maybe consider so doing photos before or less the photo load or do the photos really close by, what, whatever that may be. So just like once you get that focal point of like, what are we excited for? It could be the same thing, could be different things. Then you can start planning around it. Like, I really want to have a dance party. Okay. Like one client we have, um, their venue ends at 11. So we're having, and they have to have quiet time by 10. Normally dancing starts at nine, but that's an hour of dancing. I'm like, well, you need to have your dance party at seven. And they're cool with it. Yep. <laughs> so, all like, the, things, have have all the things have to happen before. So, I mean, you just make it work, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, another thing to consider, and um, this might be a little bit challenging for some people, i.e. <laughs> me, because I love to share all of the things about all the things. 
is to try <laughs> to limit the amount of people you talk to about the wedding because sometimes too mm-hmm. many opinions can make things like really, really confusing very, very quickly. Um, we always like to joke like helping hands, too many helping hands is not actually mm-hmm. like helpful at all. Um, and, and as you will learn, as you start sharing your things that a lot of people are like, well, when I did this or when I got married or blah, blah, blah. And so there's a lot of opinions. And, and to be honest, I would say 99% of them do come from a place of love and they just want to share and relate. But sometimes it can be like really confusing and overwhelming. And especially if you're really like struggling with something too, and Mm. people are like, you should do this, this or this. And you're like, well, that, that just doesn't help me. Actually, that makes it even worse because now you brought up a point (laughs) that I didn't realize was it could be a potential thing. And now I'm really freaking out right now. So partly, partly why you definitely want to reach out to your planner or somebody who's a bit of a professional, but if you can maybe streamline how much of the wedding planning you're sharing might be a little bit better than, cause you, this is, it's tricky. Cause you, you do want to share. People want to know of where course. you're at. Oh, people want to know yeah. what have you got done now? Have you yeah. got your dress? Have you got your this? Have you got your that? So people are curious, mm-hmm. but I, I think you need to be a little bit like judicious in how you're sharing, who you're sharing with, when you're yeah. sharing it, all that sort of stuff. So that's all. Yeah. And you know, like when you share with the wrong people, it mm-hmm. can really take the joy out of wedding planning. I remember in my process when I shared with like the wrong people in my life and they kept, they either talked about their own wedding or they talked about how much it costed, or you could just like a love, like a lot of the the negative feedback and then it kind of makes you second guess yourself and question like why am I doing this it's like it's really none of their fucking business like you know totally yeah like just be happy for me and smile and say that you like this goddamn color of linen napkins I don't give a shit it took us eight times to get to this color (laughs) (laughs) and we went with white after all so f you (laughs) yes exactly like I don't care what you did at your wedding that's great but this is my wedding so it can take the joy out of it or it can make you less excited or being like oh it didn't work at their wedding it's like oh maybe their guests suck or they had a wedding planner that didn't really know how to manage time or maybe they didn't hire one it's just like the people tell their negative experiences about their own weddings because there's usually another side of it. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Like, like, oh, this didn't happen. Okay, well, maybe you didn't tell your caterers this was going to happen, but you can't blame right. them. Yes. Yeah, so things yeah, like that's that. So yeah, true. Yeah, there are some party poopers that are out there. So don't, don't mm-hmm. invite them. Don't share don't. with them party poopers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Get out of them. here. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, the next one so, I can probably I can probably mention yeah. this one too because this is a little yeah. bit my jam as well is your decor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as we've you may have heard us mention in the last fifteen episodes <laughs> or so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm gonna say this one more time: 2022 is gonna be a little bit crazy when it comes to decor, when it comes to flowers, when it comes to any of your decorative pieces. Um, Supply chains are a little bit um, strained right now because of COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have been um, living under a rock the last (laughs) six to eight months, but we've had some pretty extreme and crazy weathers that have happened across the world that affects Mm -hmm. different products and things like that. So honestly, we would suggest that you look into securing your decor and your florals and any of your other, you know, um, furniture for your lounge or any of your other decorative pieces sooner rather than later. Um, Mm -hmm. If you decide that you're like, you know what, that's not really important to me. I kind of want to wait a little bit and do some of the bigger other things that are more important to me. Um, Just 
consider being flexible about what you are working with. So you kind of touched on this a little earlier, Trina, about when you are booking some of like the major heavy hitters for your, for your, you know, overall Mm -hmm. reception, your venue, your food, your bar. Um, I mentioned photography. There's a lot of things that you definitely want to be kind of pinning down right away. If you decide Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't really care. I want to wait. You may end up having like whatever's left over. So if you're cool with that, great. Um, if you're flexible and are okay to kind of like navigate around that or, or, you know, you know, we gave the example here of like, I want to have a, a blush, um, fabric for my, my linen for my table, for example, well, all the blush has been rented out. Well, okay. Well then maybe consider doing a blush runner instead of a blush tablecloth or just being a yeah. little bit like flexible, um, in the overall look. So, um, and that's partly, through the help of your planner and your decorator, we can help kind of guide you with that a little, yeah. but um, definitely looking into that, securing that, getting on that train a little sooner rather than later. We definitely encourage mm-hmm. you to do that. So, yeah. And deposits are typically like 15 to 20%. Like, so what? So now if you have like 80% of the idea of what you want your decor mm-hmm. to be, you're just not really sure. Okay. Well then secure those 80 pieces, you know, those 80% of that. And then yep. you can adjust it a little closer. At least you have reserved those items. Right. So, so true, um, yeah. and tenting has been a massive hit. Like tenting is, I would say close to being sold out for 2022. Yeah. So you need to like secure it. Um, just before I went on holidays, I had to, um, I had to secure tenting for one of our clients because they were like, this tent is going to go if the money is not down. And I was like, okay, we, we can make this happen. And I had to ask my clients around Christmas. I'm like, I know this is a huge hit, but um, I need to secure your tent if this is what you want. They're like, this is what we want. So they, they were prepared to pay for that. Yep, so, it, you know, you just have to be prepared to put down deposits and just hold those because those vendors can, they can't afford to hold your date and not book, right? Because they will get bookings. They'll lose three sales just waiting for you to secure mm-hmm. the tent with them or, or whatever that may look like, right? So it's, um, you just need to really, you need to secure those pieces. It might not be the exact pieces, but you just need to secure what you want right now, or at least put deposits down with the vendors you want so that they can get creative and work with you for mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, and this is what we've talked about before. Um, we've talked about on our podcast with Ryan of RD fitness, uh, that, um, don't get trapped into this diet phase. Okay. <laughs> like, we, we encourage you to go with a lifestyle change, right? Okay. So it's the end of Christmas, January, new me, new start, new year. Oh wait, gyms are closed. Okay. So consider. <laughs> and that's where we're at right now, kids. <laughs> yes. But consider maybe a lifestyle change. Perhaps don't order pizza every night of the week. Perhaps eat some chicken, some rice, and some broccoli, or you know some of the better stuff. Um, I've like started eating more like organically, and I've noticed some changes in my diet. And that's cool. since September. So I think like maybe just eat some of the better things versus all the bad things, or balance a little bit. You can mm-hmm. have a donut, but maybe eat some broccoli to pair with it. You know, things <laughs> like that. Right? It's a nice pair. It's a good vintage. <laughs> yes, but don't be like, okay, I need to go for this dress fitting. I'm going to lose forty pounds by like you know March. Like that's not fun for any. But it's not realistic. Just make some healthier choices in your day to day life to be the best version of yourself. And we really dive into this with Ryan and on a much deeper level. So I really yeah. encourage you to listen to that podcast if you're thinking about um, maybe some goals that you want to work on yourself, like to 
maybe tone or like you lose weight, whatever that goal may look like, we want you to feel healthy and empowered versus, you know, stressed and hungry. We don't like hungry people. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talk about food a lot on this podcast for a reason. So we don't yeah. like being hungry and neither should you. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think the last, what was it? Um, we always talk about like the celebrities that are, uh, that you've discovered now, however many years ago and they're in their, in their peak and they're like, they were just really yeah. hungry. They're like super bitchy. I met them in the hallway or something and they were so rude. I'm like, no, Misha Barton was just hungry for four yeah. years taping OC. She was just freaking hungry. Give her a cracker. Give her a carrot for fuck's sake. Uh, I know. You know, nobody, it's just, it's uncomfortable. And I think if anything that I learned from that episode with Ryan was like, I think you want to be able to walk down the aisle feeling confident in your skin yes. and feeling mm-hmm. like your best self. That doesn't necessarily mean your most anorexic self because that's no. also not accurate too. I mean, I've seen no. some girls that have gone scarily thin for their wedding. And then as soon as that ring is on the finger, it got, yes. <laughs> it changed. She went back to what she really was. And it's like, yes. you yeah. you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry you felt you needed to, to get so small like that. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. not who you are. And I don't know how happy you would have been on the day. Like we want you to feel yeah. beautiful, like who you are. And I think, yeah. you know, we always, we always talk about this, like, we want to work with real people. We don't want to work with like, mm-hmm. you know, unhappy, people. not real people. Yes. <laughs> unhappy, hungry people. Unhappy, we not hungry, hungry little people. people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, definitely check out that um, episode. We will link it in the show notes so you can um, be re-inspired to maybe start your fitness journey or lifestyle journey mm-hmm. in a different way. Uh, and our last point, and this is just kind of, maybe a little parting words of advice. So this time last year, is this like a gentle reminder? It is a gentle reminder. Just kind reminder is that this time last year, wedding vendors weren't expecting to have a wedding season at all. In 2021, we were, you know, 2020 was a poor season for weddings for us. We all knew that 2021, 2022 were going to be like bigger years for us. And then all of a sudden on July 1st, 2021, the whole rules opened up and the floodgates opened, and now we were in a full blown wedding season. That's why, if you know any wedding vendors, end of September, we were all just a little grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) We were grumpy, we were a little crazy. Yeah, we were planning weddings in weeks, not months or a year. It was weeks' times that we were putting these massive events together. You know, it just takes so much time and effort to kind of put them make a wedding happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it's like okay it's like your wedding is in two weeks cool okay let's do it all let's do it all I remember do you remember when we like when we started and when you know when we started say events but when we started doing Mm -hmm. weddings or when we were catering in general like we would be like oh yeah I'm getting married next year you're like okay great we have a one-year lead this is fantastic and then remember (laughs) when we did we always joke about Sarah and Robbie when they're like yeah we want to get married in three months and we have nothing prepared and you're like oh my god oh my god okay we're gonna make this happen it's gonna happen and we did it and lo and behold that was one wedding that was one wedding. I know, but like multiple. that was almost a bizarre kind of like preparation. And that was it in was. 2019 for yeah. 2020 and 2021 and hopefully not, but maybe 2022 where we're like, yeah. you want to get married in two weeks? I got you. We can do this. We can yes. make it happen. We can do it. No problem. With my eyes closed. Crying, but with them closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I just be mindful that vendors can't get back to you as fast as they normally like because now we're not only playing catch up. I think for the most part, all of our clients have moved on they they got married in 2021 so now 2022 is a whole new batch of clientele and I don't think a lot of us have had the opportunity to 
form the relationships that we normally would a year planning. So now we're getting there. We're like, okay, like we're in this 2022 is going to happen. We don't know what the PHL restrictions are going to be, but for the most part, it seems that the government doesn't want to restrict anymore because nobody is listening. So it's, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's tricky. I think people are, I think, I mean, obviously people are over it and I think people are like, they've done all the things that they're supposed to do. And now they're like, you know, it doesn't, it's a little, it's not really feasible to be closing down the way we did originally, because Mm -hmm. I I personally think like we're going to have this kind of for always, like this is just a part of of life now. Like we're, we're just going to have this new strain and we're going to always be working through it. And Mm -hmm. you know, we're, you know, people will get sick and, and, and that's just, that's kind of like, you know, I don't want to be, you don't want to sound cavalier about it, obviously. And, you know, there are people that are, that are genuinely worried and concerned and scared and have people that are high risk. And so obviously we want to make sure that they're protected, but I I think this is something that like this year, we know that we can do weddings during COVID. We know that we are able to do that. We've done it already. This is now we're going into our third season. We know how to do it. We know how to do it safely. So I don't think the concern of like, Oh, I have to wait until it's over. Well, I, I don't want to be the bear of bad news. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever be over. Yeah, I think it will uh, slowly dissipate into something that's manageable. And that is just how we're going to move forward. So don't be afraid to plan because you think you're like, I want to wait until it's over. I think it's like, if you love each other and you want to make this happen, just bloody well Mm -hmm. make it happen. (laughs) Just, just we'll get you down that aisle for sure. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, we hope that was a motivational podcast for you we want you to feel empowered and excited to start planning your wedding uh and if you haven't hired a planner because um you know they'll be your cheerleader in the corner Mm -hmm. as we are Mm -hmm. for all of our clients as well yeah so until next podcast which we will have next week we won't disappear (laughs) into cheese and wine and mexico and (laughs) yes in the snow we will be here we are ready for 2022 uh yeah That's all I got to say. That's all I got, got, guys. (laughs) Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.